Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! It's the Chip Chipperoo as we know it. It's the Chip Chipperoo as we know it. It's the Chip Chipperoo as we know it. And I feel... You know this. Aroo. I know it's fine. Oh, oh. I was just... I was trying... You were trying to Chip Chipperoo Okay, it. I'll do it again. And I feel like a burger on rye. Oh, Okay. I like that. I don't know if that works, but I was rocking out. Chip Chipperoo, everyone. Skylar nerded out with me there for a second. You can see joined. my dancing. She did kind of get into it. I was very into it. Yeah. We are here to do another episode of Bob's Credits. I mean, I'm thrilled to be here. There has been something so exciting about the movie being out and like seeing new fans come to us. I, it's just a really exciting time to be a Bob's Burgers fan. Yeah, this is like, maybe this is like Apex. We'll have to see. What's Apex? Like the top. that oh. is only downhill from here. I thought Apex was like a TV show. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Or a movie. Don't think... Come on. What? There's there's so much further to go. We gotta keep okay, looking at Okay, you're right. We'll just keep climbing. We're, we're just gonna keep going up. Yeah. There's only up to go. We're not peaking here. We're going to get into this episode that we want to talk about here. We're going to get into the end credits, obviously. But first, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Let's do it. Thank you very much, Allie, a.k.a. the Queen of Sauce. Moving forward, you will be known as the all-naturally ground beef patty burger. Oh, just classic American... I'm I'm feeling a drive-in movie yeah, and a but, burger. But I think maybe at the farmer's market, Bob kind of splurged a little bit for the all-natural oh. ground beef, whatever that means in marketing. Yes. But he was swayed to do it. So It's expensive. Um, yeah. You're, you're high class, Allie. Yeah. Allie, thank you so much. Uh, we're so glad to have you over on Patreon and in our Discord community. If you out there would like to join us. Please do. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Five dollars is our a month basic 
tier yeah um subscription and you get all sorts of bonus episodes you get other things as well and you get to join us in discord and we're having a blast over there we will continue to push patreon excessively get over it people we do we put a lot of work in over there and we are very proud of it and enjoy everyone who has joined us over there yes it's really really wonderful i have to say that when you said Allie's like screen name in the discord Mm -hmm. the queen of sauce i was smiling so so big it just i don't know why it just makes me so happy actually the queen of sauce is the perfect segue into my fun fact before the fun facts. Oh, If okay. you're ready to, to go there. Yeah, do you want to do fun facts before the fun facts before the burger puns? Let's just do it since it's like a perfect segue. Okay, I just want to mention that I'm not going to say their real name just in case they don't want their real name. Oh, username. Pun. Yeah, the username on Discord is Finosaur. And they said that... The fun facts before the fun facts could also be called Skylar's Sides, which I think is cute. (gasps) We love ourselves some alliteration. It's more clever than fun facts before the fun facts. I'm a Sides girl. Yeah, you Uh, are. No, this is a very important discussion to me. Do you like a main dish or do you prefer the sides? It depends. Sometimes a main dish could be a side or a side could become a main dish. Like if you, I'm talking if you made about a in the giant, purest form. Though. If you made like a giant thing of macaroni and cheese, some some kind, that's typically a side. But I would eat it as a main dish. So you're telling me you like sides better than main dishes? I think so. Okay, no, whatever. no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sides. <laughs> Look, what's my favorite? Chips and salsa. Those are sides. Yes, and guac. Yes. Ow. Oh, and queso. Yeah, Skylar just hit herself really hard with the <laughs> I mic just stand. Love sides so she got much. So passionate about this. Anyway, all right. I digress. Skylar sides the first Skylar Skylar side oh Skylar dishes there's yeah we'll we'll expand on it okay Skylar sides colon fun facts before the fun facts I love something dishes and then it's gonna be the longest title (laughs) but then I want you to go dish it girl okay every every time time. Skylar side okay dish it girl (laughs) I like it okay. Now I got to remember to dish a girl. You every guys time. are going to be so upset with me after all that. I don't have one this week. What? <laughs> but I have something fun. Okay. More fun. Okay. okay. So if you, this is why I said it. It related to the Queen of Sauce. So if you guys stay through the whole episode, if you're OG fans or have listened to us all the way through, you know my sign off is stay saucy. You should be listening to the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, our first episodes are not as strong as our current episodes, but, you know, character growth, right? Yeah. So I invented my sign-off, Stay Saucy, because I was, like, literally channeling what Gene... I was going through a big Gene phase at the time. I was channeling what Gene would say. And so on Instagram, there is this Victorian slang going around. Victorian slang that we should bring back. And the slang for mouth just made me so happy. Would you like to know what slang for the mouth is? I would, actually. Sauce box. Oh, that's perfect. Is Especially that not in great? this household. I know. Okay, we're going to do that from now on. What I'm trying to figure out is, does Gene just talk in Victorian slang? I feel like these would suit him a lot. He talks in Victorian slang, 80s slang, early 90s slang. Those Fart are his jokes. three eras. Fart 
Well, fart jokes were relevant in all of them. I promise you in the Victorian (laughs) times, they were were major fart jokes. They didn't have that many things to joke about back then. All right. I hope you guys can forgive me. I did not have time to do a fun fact from the show, but I hope that made up for it. You still dished it, girl. I love it. Now we have to play Bob Pun or Max Pun so we can get into this episode. Okay. Skylar, your first pun is the ketchup up and away burger. Um, Bob. Max. I should have known because you love ketchup. And like, I don't think Bob would, you like, ketchup isn't like an ingredient. It's a condiment. Yeah, he would still pun it. The don't worry wasabi happy burger. Max. Yes. The hall and rolled oats burger. Max. Yes. Um, ready or not, here I plum burger. Bob. Yes. One wrong. It, this is just where I am, which I'm still frustrated because it's a 75%, which is like... Frustrating. It should it's be like higher, either, right? Either go 100% or fail. Yeah. Co- completely. Should we get into the episode? Absolutely. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season six, episode 10, please? The title is Lice Things Are Lice. Tina, with her zeal to heal, attempts to get her nurse's badge the same week there's a super lice outbreak at school. Or is there? After Nurse Liz threatens to shave the quarantine kids' heads, they escape. And Louise cracks the case. Tammy, patient zero, doesn't have lice. She has dandruff. Meanwhile, Bob's new stool tops have a case of the toots, which is not great considering a funeral reception will be held at the restaurant that afternoon. This episode came out on March 13th, 2016. It was written by Greg Thompson and directed by Brian Loschiavo. Still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Okay, I want to say, first of all, obviously this title is a play on Nice Things Are Nice, which is the song from the season four double finale. I think it was the first mm-hmm. episode, War Force, mm-hmm. I think it was, that one was called. So I think this is like another time where... No, I think it's the third in a row. Third callback to previous episode. Yeah, we had uh, Sexy Dance Healing for Sexy Dance Fighting. We had Sacred Couch for Sacred Cow. And now Nice Lice Things Are Lice. Interesting. They just went for it. They're calling back clearly by season six. They've got this fan base that knows the show really well. And they have these little like subtle callbacks to the show. They are subtle because they're not necessarily calling back to the plot of those episodes from what I can tell in my brain right now. No. I mean, other than in Sexy, Sexy Dance, Dance Healing, oh, we had totally a, a reappearance of that character. But otherwise, I don't think so. Yeah. Thoughts on this episode? This is a, is a little bit of a hidden gem for me. I really enjoyed watching this this time. I did too. This is one of those ones that like, I don't remember for some reason. It's weird because, like, like I feel like when we, we've watched The Office eight million times, yeah, and there's certain episodes that pop. Up, I'm like, like, don't remember everything that's happening in this one. How is that possible? This is one of those episodes that I'm like, I don't remember this one so much. I think I will next time. I, I think I will after we've gone through every episode well, yeah. on our podcast because we it's such like a deep <laughs> dive. But I know we've seen this one a few times. I didn't remember much of it. I really enjoyed it. I did too. And there's so much working for it. I think 
having the kids quarantined in the nurse's office is such a great way to bring all your favorite kids into one place. I had a thought last night, and I'm not 100% ready to commit to it, but I feel like I like this episode better than the runway kids. Sorry, the runway club. Yeah, I think I do too. Now, the end credits are hard to beat on the runway club, but I don't know. I feel like this... I just love packing all our four favorite characters in the same room. I don't know. Everyone, like, Zeke gets great lines, and... I agree. I have a question. Okay, so let's talk about Zeke. Zeke was mm-hmm. in the nurse's office pretty early in this episode. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dragged in because he had taken a selfie with Tammy, and Tammy has spread the lice around. Um, do you think Zeke faked whatever reason he was in there so he could get close to Tina, who was helping the nurse for the day? Oh, Max. That's cute. That is so cute. I used to totally do that when I was like really young and had a crush on someone like in a different class. I was always trying to get like closer to them. Mm. That sounds really stalkerish. They might have been in sixth grade across the way from me. I'd go borrow something from the classroom or. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just like how you and I would get coffee at the same time. That was so cute. When we worked together. Okay. I need to ask you something for real. Okay. And don't. Don't try and be funny. I just, I genuinely want to know. Would you hope that I was in the kitchen when you came over to my kitchen? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh my God, my heart just fluttered. Yes. Because I would always... We were in different buildings for a while. Well, we were in different buildings, but then... Oh, the further kitchen, too, in the same building. Yeah. Anyway, I love this Zeke thought. Because he's the first in thing, there before. Watching it this time, it was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, he got I think, hit he, in I think the, he faked a little something to get in here. He got hit, what does he call him, in his peanuts or something? Yeah. Um, berries? I don't know. He's, I don't know. Which is very possible. There's a lot of that in wrestling. There is. But Tina was, uh, we've never seen him go into the nurse's office before. It's true. Do you um, really need to go into the nurse's office if you've been hit? Yeah. I don't know. I love this thought. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Just something to think about next time you you all watch it. I used to totally fake sicknesses to get to the nurse's office. Did you ever do that in in like elementary school? And not. I don't think I did it so much in junior high, but elementary school, hundred percent. I would try it as much as I could. Really? Yeah, even for something like a headache, I would try it. Oh, I love that. I, I think I made myself fake throw up once just to Are make sure. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's commitment. Yeah, I just did not want to be in school. My mom was cool if I wanted to stay home. Uh, so I didn't really fake. Like, I didn't ask to stay home that often, but I didn't really fake anything. I'm surprised I didn't do it more. I feel like your mom would be like, stay home with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would plant myself in front of the TV and watch some Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> I little love call that. back to uh, Skylar's sides from, I think, a couple episodes ago. I love that. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So the moment I was hooked into this episode, I was like, oh, I am, I am showing up to watching this, is when Tina explains that she'll be at the nurse's office all week and her fantasy is she is like, basically, you know, Jimmy Jr.'s butt is dying. The butt humor is hysterical to me, and I think it's one of the things that hooked me into loving Tina so much. It's so great. And her doing chest compressions on his butt. Yeah. So funny. And he, it's, 
She saves him. She yeah. saves his butt. Also, something I really love about this episode is the adventure mystery kind of reveals. Louise finding out this information. Tina being like, oh, you're not wearing your glasses. Your information is wrong. I love the kids one-upping this psychotic nurse. I also love that we have such a strong villain. It reminds me of Helen. We don't always have like a villain character in these episodes. But when Nurse Liz, like Louise is like, oh no, you have to shave your head. And she's like, and she just takes off her eyebrows. I was literally freaked out by that. Like, can you imagine that in a in a real action, a live action film, that would terrify me. Can you imagine that in a real school, elementary school, when you're <laughs> oh just God. a kid? I'd be terrified. I would listen to anything that nurse said to me. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Nurse Liz for a second. Okay. This is the first appearance of Nurse Liz. Okay. Voiced by Samantha B. Oh, fun. She'll I feel be like back. she has a little darkness to her, so it worked well. Totally. She'll be back in season seven in uh, Ex Machina, which is episode eight. Oh, fun. Which has the same writer director combo as this episode. So I guess they like, they introduced Nurse Liz and then the writer brought I Nurse Liz back that, for that episode. It, it's also attached to Tina. Yeah. I love that. There was another nurse we saw in broadcasts Wagstaff News in season three. Oh. That's episode 12, but she's not here. Sorry. So she's either, she either quit or Maybe she's been she replaced. Maybe she got a job at the Maybe hospital. Maybe Nurse Liz murdered her to take her spot. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I God. wouldn't, I wouldn't. I think Be surprised. So. That's Nurse Liz for you. I'm oddly a huge fan of Nurse Liz. I'd like to pay attention to, when we get to that episode, what Nurse Liz's hair is like. I assume it's grown back by then and they didn't even think about it. But yeah. But maybe, maybe it's short. I don't know. I can't remember. It's It's like two years, kind of. So I guess her hair would have grown back. The line where Nurse Liz is like, I don't want to go to my high school reunion, my nursing school reunion bald again. Yeah. It's like classic joke writing, but I just laugh so hard. It's such a throwaway, but it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, my imagination, like, why did she go bald the first time? Let's talk about the side story here. This is is what I love about, uh, I love when we have... A great, obviously, A story, and the B story is such a good cherry on top. This side story of Bob getting these new stools, how excited he is about it, and the rest of the family doesn't even care, doesn't even understand, (laughs) especially coming off of an episode like Sacred Couch, where... The whole family wanted to get a new couch, not Linda, but yeah. So it's it's just funny to like watch what they kind of care care about. about replacing and don't care about replacing. And then to get all these new stools and have them fart every time someone sits on them and they have to get the farts out of them before this funeral comes in. Just perfection. Perfect storytelling. Perfect comedy storytelling. It's so good. This storyline was actually mentioned in the New York Times article on Lauren Bouchard, which if you haven't read it yet, really fantastic. But so the writer has to kind of explain to someone who doesn't know what Bob's Burgers is, what it is. And they use this example of the stools. Like some of the things that happened to Bob are so real to what would happen in our life. I could so see us buying a new couch cushion that because we had to replace it because we spilled coffee and then it making a farting sound and it being like the worst thing that's ever happened to us, like feeling like that is so it's like it's that 
hardcore relatability to Bob. This this tiny, so realistic, not fantastical at all storyline. And I just love it. And the time crunch is hilarious and gives them the opportunity to drag in some of our favorites, like Marshmallow, who we have not seen since, oh. I think, season four. And what what an entrance and line. Oh, my like God. Like a scene stealer line. Yeah. Uh, only like a couple lines and yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, we haven't seen Marshmallow since season four, episode 16, which How was I Get a Sidekick Out of You. I don't know. I mean, again, this is from fandom. Mm-hmm. Sometimes th- that's there and I just like follow them as the Bible, but sometimes they get things wrong. Just like we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. (laughs) Anything else you want to say before I dive into another fun fun fact? Well, actually, I only have one more fun fact. So I do have two quick things. I thought the line where Tammy says, I go to private school and Lisa's like, no, No. this is public school. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why it was so funny to me but it was tammy's so delusional i love it yeah I, tammy just thinks she's the greatest she thinks everything is perfect around her it's so funny that she's the one with the quote-unquote lice with the dandruff yes um yeah when she would like totally rip into anyone else who had that situation going on exactly yeah seeing a mean girl being taken down by lice is just even though it was dandruff but what does she say Ooh, old people have dandruff and um, getting and also jocelyn getting to kind of like one-up tammy in this scenario because she gets to take over the the wagstaff news gossip finally we get some good jocelyn yeah it's, i've missed my jocelyn i have too i can't wait till we get to her line his arm looks like a burrito oh, we got a while to go but i can't wait to <laughs> we're gonna play it eight thousand times on, on that episode when we <laughs> just record on, it. yeah just, just on, on loop. Just keep hitting it and then we'll end the episode with Jocelyn. Nah. <laughs> Another fun Tammy little callback. She has this hysterical line, which of course I can't remember. Like everyone has to get their head shaved. And she's like, I can't. I'm blonde. And Tina says, oh, she says, it doesn't matter. You're not blonde. And Tina says, neither are you. And it's a callback to... The first episode of Tammy when she is very, very brunette. We got to figure out why they changed her from brunette to blonde. There has to be a logistical storytelling reason. Maybe it was just to like be to oppose the Belcher kids. Like the most like, you know. Yeah, it's like. Different. Yeah, blondes are. Black hair, blonde hair, you know. Yeah, it's true. So I love that wink at us. Like, we know she used to have brown hair. Mm -hmm. This is a fun fact that I liked that I found on fandom. I don't know how accurate it is. If our little uh, Bosberger sleuths want to go and, you know, prove it 100% for us. But this is a little fun fact from fandom. Gene states that he hasn't been bald since he was a baby. But in that one cutaway in uh, Beef Squatch, the classic This Is Me Now. Yeah. He is bald in one phase yes now that could be a bald cap which i wouldn't be surprised if gene you know one day just put a bald cap but i also wouldn't be surprised if he shaved his head and came out there and decided to do that so there's this either is inaccurate or it is accurate and he has he just was wearing a bald cap in that scenario but this is hard-hitting journalism yeah if everyone wants to go back and see and really study that scene and see how if it's you know, I don't think uh, Gene would do a straight razor shave. So if it was that clean bald, uh-huh. it might have been a bald cap. 
Or it could have been Nair. I feel like Nair just like wipes it off. You're right. I, I would not be surprised if Gene Nared his head. I, I feel like Gene would be so fascinated with Nair, and it's a very appropriate like 80s reference for him as well. Yeah. I'm leaning towards that he was actually bald. <laughs> I, I think I think that's his commitment to these this his this is me now phases. I think so too. I also think that he could be into method acting. I also think that Gene is cool to say a line to stick the landing of a joke, whether it's accurate or not. So yeah, and you saying, also can't like you can't really go back and prove that. Unless you were there. Maybe Louise and, and Tina know for sure. Are you but, worried that someone's going to fact check your jokes in the future? Yeah, I'm concerned about that. Okay, you sound like me. I have Yeah, I don't want anyone diagnosed please, OCD. So. Please never fact checked anything. Okay, this that is I say. actually genuinely triggering my triggering okay. my OCD right now. So anything else you want to talk about before we get into these end credits for this episode? No. No. Okay. Well, Oh, Bisky's got to go potty. All right. This is a great time for our ad break. We'll be right back. Biscuits potty breaks are <laughs> time to listen to an ad. And by the way, check out our Patreon. We will be doing ad-free episodes on our Patreon. That is going to be one of our tiers. We'll let you know when that's out. Yep. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back. Not to our listeners who just listened to an ad, to Biscuit, who is back from his pee break. We had to let him out. He is back. Biscuit is now sitting down on the ground, licking himself. Thank you. This is better than uvula watch. 
It, this is a Which, biscuit biscuit watch 2022. No uvulas in this episode, by the way, unfortunately. There was a scream. There was a Louise scream. Max said, I got to rewind this. Did we miss a uvula? I didn't see any uvulas in this episode. I apologize. So we don't get to do a uvula watch. But it's time to get into these end credits. The last moment before the end credits is Mrs. LeBond's kind of confronting Louise, saying that she is actually fine and not sick and could probably take her pop quiz. That happened at the beginning of the episode. I didn't include it in my synopsis. Forgive me. That's how Louise ended up in the nurse's office Mm -hmm. for the big lice scare, super lice scare. Oh, do you have any lice stories? Oh, that's a good question. I just remember it being a huge thing when you were a kid. If one kid had lice, you all had lice. My grandmother was a very proper lady. You know, she went to the salon once a week to get her hair professionally washed. Like, she didn't wash her own hair. She went every week, I believe. So, it's the day before Thanksgiving break. It's lice check time. I have lice. Oh, God. I have spread it to Uh, my mother. Oh, God. And my grandma. Oh, God. (laughs) And, like, so it was just, honestly, it's just, like, a really special memory to me. Aw. Aw. You all had lice. Just, like, having to see my grandma, like, wash her hair in our bathroom. And, you know, we had, it was just me, my mom, and my grandma. That's who was around for Thanksgiving. You should have all nared your heads. No. And there was a big thing. Is it, it, it feels unsafe to me now, but it's still around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you all did not nail your heads. You just shampooed with like lice shampoo. Or maybe shampoo. it's the lice shampoo that is stinging that mm. I... Okay, so we all had to shampoo our head. You got to strip off all the, the linens. You have to do this whole thing. That was our Thanksgiving. You take off the clothes you're wearing. You burn them. You put mm-hmm. them in like a, a tin trash can out in the the yard mm-hmm. and you smash it with a stick as you burn them, right? What's the stick? I love I it. We uh, watched way too much like that, crime stuff that where they're trying to cover. Great detail. Yeah. I can't wait to read the novel you're working on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It is it's the um it's the the apex, if you will, of my novel. <laughs> We've come full circle, folks, which means it's time for the credits. Yeah. So here's Miss LeBond's confronting Louise in the hallway, and then we'll get right into the end credits. There you are, Louise. There's still time to take your pop quiz. Pop quiz? All right. Whoa! My leg! Oh, Oh, Louise, your leg! It's all twisted! It's like totally facing the wrong way. We need to get this girl some ice. You gotta be kidding me. Don't just stand there, LaBonz! Get the damn ice! I love a Miss LaBonz moment. I do too. I also love good girl Tina just playing into Louise's acting. I love it. Good sister. Um, I want to say one thing. I can't, it's, I got to start writing notes on who's saying what in our Discord, but it's, you know, there's a lot of people in there and I can't keep up with it all. But someone mentioned that Miss LeBond's mentioned recently that she's kind of like gave up smoking or she's on like nicotine gum or something. Yeah. And I thought, good for her. Good job, Miss LeBond's. And she should go hang out and talk with Speedo Guy about giving up their vices because mm-hmm. these, these characters have growth. She's and- got to take that pack of cigarettes from her brassiere. Toss it in the trash can. I think the voice damage is done, though. We really have to do a evolution of Miss LeBond's because... I've wanted to do an evolution of Miss LeBond's on Patreon 
since the begin since we started doing evolution because she characters. changes a lot her yeah. voice changes which is fans say it's like a wink to her progressed cigarette smoking so we got to do that um maybe that's that the detail. next character we'll do over there i think so for sure okay so after we hear that little like oh you've got to be kidding me we are in the restaurant with the the coloring with like the the setting is all black and white like it is in the generic kitchen sequence. We're at the front of the restaurant. We're in the front of the restaurant now. We're on the counter pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the kids are in color. And we get a close-up of Jean's butt going on the stool. Which the stools are white because you know the classic end credits. The background is white. The characters are in color. I also have to say, very satisfying looking into the kitchen because we are rarely on the side for the credits. Very, very satisfying. And we get this like dun, 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 dun music. And we get close-ups of all three kids uh, slamming their butts onto the seat to make fart noises. I believe it's Gene first, then Tina, Mm -hmm. then Louise. Yep, that's right. Is that right? I'm 100% sure. And obviously every time they hit the stool we get the fart noises which is the music they're they're compo- the, it's butt composition this is jean's wheelhouse and then yes. some now one of the things i love is that because louise is so much smaller than her siblings her fart noise on her stool is a little higher pitched and a little softer oh it is oh yes okay. it is we're going back to listen to that okay <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's like a little. It's a dude. And Tina's is heavy. It's a heavier one. <laughs> well, she's the oldest. I appreciate that they. You know what? I have never noticed that they all have different like fart noises, but that makes sense because they're all different sizes hitting the stools oh, differently. Oh, you mean in this context? In I this was context, like, why would you know their fart noises? No, Max? I mean I don't know, but maybe they do have different <laughs> fart noises, and we'll have to go through the seat. The, Signature farts. Yeah, maybe we'll do a whole podcast all about their fart noises after we finish credits. When I went to film school and I Bob's had all farts. those lofty dreams, I did not know I would be You'd, here. Starting a Bob's Farts uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, you the hadn't met me yet. You that- hadn't met me yet, and I had not <laughs> led you down this road. <laughs> We get this beautiful music, and the kids are all taking all turns. All three distinct farts. Yeah, I love that. Now, just even listening, you can know who's slamming their butt when, because they all have distinct fart noises. It's literally different notes. Yeah. So it's literally composing music. So we watch the, just the shot from behind the kids sitting on the stool, the three of them doing this, and then the camera kind of pans back a bit. It's a very great comedic move. Yes. The camera... You think you're just going to be here on the kids for the end credits? It pulls back, and what do we see? Linda and Bob are revealed on either side of the kids. Yeah, we get Bob over on the right next to Tina, and Linda over on the left next to Louise. And they're participating in the fart capade. Oh, cute. Oh. Oh, okay. Their farts are much lower, so mm-hmm. it adds to the composition. Yeah, it's another like uh, difference in size and weight and all yep. that and how they're slamming down on the stool. I also have to say, 
in order to slam down on the stool, you have to hoist yourself with your arms up on the counter and then drop down, which is just such a kid thing. It's so fun to watch, too. Yeah. To watch them in these end credits doing it. And then when you went, ooh, Mm -hmm. what were you ooing at? Gene spun around on his stool, which I... The first time I saw this, I thought the spins were just more choreography, but it actually adds a squeaking sound. So it Brilliant. Like, it adds to the music. Brilliant that they decided to be like, oh, we need one more kind of sound here. What can we get out of this? Oh, when you spin on a stool, it squeaks. Yeah. Let's do that. So we get Gene spinning around, and we're going to get a bunch of others spinning around too whenever they need those squeak sounds. This should be on the album, man. It might be. I don't know. I just let it play because, first of all, it's it's glorious. Second, it's just fun to sit there and watch them all like kind of bouncing. And it's all they, they're doing. And then Gene starts leading the spins and the squeaking. So he'll spin, and then the whole family in unison after him will spin. So now it's like very satisfying choreography. It's a Gene spin. And, and the music is incredible, too. A and, family spin, yeah. But that's, that's kind of just like what happens, and it takes us out with the dun and fart noises it's so good now the kids have had this wild day at school i mean truly wild an adult shaved off her eyebrows to scare children potentially traumatic (laughs) yes and they come home and the kid and the parents are like listen to what you missed today they would be devastated that they missed the fart the the, fart situation yeah so I can truly see this happening right after school. Jean's like, I got to compose on this. The whole family getting in on it. The The stressful part of the day, the funeral is over. Do we 100% think that the fart noises are gone from the the stools by the time the funeral comes in? I know I we get that moment. It. I know we get that moment where the old woman, the old widow sits down and there's a fart noise and they're trying to figure out, was that her or was that the stool? And then Teddy says he smells it, and it's they all start really smelling funny it. Scene. But I don't think, and so I think it, we assume that there was a fart there. Mm-hmm. But maybe the the stools have some stuff in them. Yeah, you know, maybe they did enough to kind of like quiet it down for the funeral. But yeah, I think after some people not sitting on them, they might come back up and they might need to do it again. So this is them doing it again with the kids. In my experience, calling customer service and them saying it'll go away. In two years, I don't think it's going away. <laughs> no, no. That's what my guess is. These, This is, the kids have come back from school. They've had a day. Bob and Linda have had a day. But they suddenly get these farts out. Yeah. And the kids are like, this is fantastic. Let's spend the evening doing this. This is what we all need. This is the family time we've all dreamed of. And they're doing it. They it's close the restaurant lovely. down. They said, we can't serve people until we get all these farts out. I also... I feel like you would really work up an appetite, particularly after school and doing this. I guess I'm just really hungry. (laughs) No surprise if anyone knows how I make Skylar wait to eat lunch until we're done recording episodes. A nice burger after some fart songs sounds really nice to me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, they get these fake farts out, they have the burger, and then the real farts after, and... You're holding your head like you're, you're, this isn't a Bob's Burgers podcast? It is. 
And it's not, not a Bob's. It's not called Bob's farts. <laughs> Should we score them? Yes. Okay. We score on the t- on a scale of one to ten. Typically, H is at the end of Tina's uh, but I'm going to say one to ten farts at the end of a stool's being sat on. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I also have to address. This was very unexpected. I did not expect this to be the credits. And when it hit and I understood what was going on, it was like satisfaction factor. Do you want to go first or should I? You can go first. I am giving these 10 stool farts. I'll meet you there. They are perfect. Mm -hmm. It's like... Besides the heart, if you wanted to show someone what Bob's Burgers is about, <laughs> show them this family. The heart and the fart. With this music, not actually farting, but using fart sounds from a stool to make fart sounds. It's just, it, it makes me feel so good. It makes me laugh. Coming off a great episode, it was my favorite part of the episode, probably. Yeah. It just makes me so happy to see the whole family together doing exactly. it. I think you, you just triggered something in my mind this family is weird mm-hmm. that's why this show works that's why we love them because let's be honest we're all weird yeah so you have the family aspect the heart and you have the farting aspect the weird part the heart and the fart the most the two most important mm-hmm. parts of family are should heart we, and fart should we write i've been craving writing like a children's book the the heart and the fart any interest or like there's 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 a lot of heart there's there's so much heart in farts, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay uh, to fart to fart from your heart. Yeah, and now fart, it just farts sounds come like, from the heart. It just sounds like Gene titles. <laughs> uh, Skylar and I will be here creating children's book titles with farts in them. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Those are the end credits to Lice Things Are Nice. No, Lice Things Are Lice. And uh, follow us on social media. We are thriving on TikTok. We're about to hit 10K. We have a surprise for you once we do. We're slowly putting stuff on YouTube. We're Bob's Credits everywhere. So search for us. Follow us everywhere. Follow us personally on Instagram. I'm at Oh Hello It's Max. Also on Twitter, I am at Oh Hello It's Max. Skylar is at No Crying and Cooking on Instagram. And join us on Patreon. It's like a little family over there. Is there anything else you <laughs> want to say before we get out of here? Um, I'm just going to say stay farty. Oh, I love staying farty. No. Now you do one. You made you me do, do this it. a few do seasons, it again. episodes ago. Yeah, well, it's been a while. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh. Wrong way. <laughs> okay, that's much better. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't like the wet one. 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.